If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams. Now celebrating 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams is the originator of everyone's favorite Lux Home Blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as its ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are each made with premium materials. Get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code PODCAST15. friends and welcome to the happy hour with jamie ivy podcast i'm your host jamie and i'm so glad that you're here each week i invite a girlfriend to join me on the show and we chat about the big things in life the little things in life and everything in between today is my friend jessica honiger and jessica was actually on a show previously she was on the fifth episode and now she is on the 55th episode jessica is the founder and co-ceo of noonday collection a business that uses fashion to create meaningful opportunities around the world Noonday Collection creates economic opportunity for artisans in the developing world by connecting them to a growing marketplace in the U.S. Jessica spends her days inspiring others to live lives of purpose. She travels across the U.S. and around the world, training ambassadors to be stylists and storytellers and and visiting artisans to encourage them in their work. When she's off duty, Jessica loves spending time with her husband, Joe, and their three kids, Amelie, Holden, and Jack. On today's episode, Jessica and I talk a lot about adoption and the different issues both big and small, that come along with it. We also talk about Jessica's life as a CEO and how she balances her faith and her work. Also, there's a great thing that Jessica's doing with her company, Noonday Collection, in partnership with Adopt Together, and we chat a lot about that. So also listen at the end because I make a couple corrections. I want to say thanks to Amy, who left an iTunes review about the show. She said, I just love this podcast. I always feel challenged by Jamie and the women she interviews. I love hearing from godly women in different seasons on what loving and serving Jesus, their husbands, and their kids looks like. Listening to these podcasts while I cook or clean or drive to work really makes time feel more fulfilling, and I'm so glad to be filling my heart with godly advice and conversation from women who love Jesus. Keep up the good work, Jamie. Amy, thanks a bunch. You are the reason I do this show, so thank you for listening. Today's sponsor for the happy hour is Royer's Pie Haven in Round Top, Texas. When guests would come to just eat pie at Royer's Round Top Cafe, they would have to offer it to go or enjoy it on the front porch. There came the opportunity for Royer's Pie Haven. A place for overflow, a place for guests to grab an amazing cup of coffee along with a slice of pie, or even a whole pie in a relaxing, inviting, and inspiring atmosphere. The Pie Haven offers other sweet and savory treats as well, perfect for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They have two locations, one in Round Top and one in Austin. You can find them online at royerspiehaven.com. And when you go in, mention that you heard about them on the happy hour, and when you buy a slice of pie, they'll give you one for free. Guys, thanks for listening. Whatever you're doing... I hope that the conversation with Jessica and I makes it a little bit more fulfilling. Whether you're washing dishes, working out, taking your kids to soccer practice, whatever it is, I'm glad that we get to join you. Here is my conversation with Jessica Honecker. Hey, welcome to the happy hour, Jessica. Thanks. This is super fun because normally I do all of my um, interviews and conversations over Skype, but we are looking face-to-face. I love it. And the coolest studio ever. Yeah, we're in... At our house, we have our house in the front, and then we have a house in the back, which Aaron completely redid and made into a studio. Yeah. And it's amazing. And I know a lot of dudes usually hang out in here, but I have to say it smells like a girl. Well, okay, let me tell you why. I say all the time that if you see anything cool decorated, Aaron did it. Like these walls right here. Oh. Do there's... you know that's fabric? Oh, wow. He did all of this. Wow. He Aaron did it all. He's such a man of many talents. He's a man of many talents, but he also buys the same air freshener all the time. Hmm. So there's a constant smell in here. I don't know what the name of it is, but that's what he does. Wow. He really must be trying to counteract. There's a bunch of guys that hang out back okay. here. So he's, that's right. When you came in, you're like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, gosh. I don't know what happens in there <laughs> because I don't come back here. I was pretty impressed. <clears throat> Good. Yeah. And the only reason I can come back here because it's a Monday. And, you know, they all just led worship yesterday. So that today's their day off. So today's their day off. And Aaron probably might still be in bed okay. for all I know. It's so great, though. So I have the space back here. That's awesome. So welcome. Thank you. Now, you were on the show before. I was. Did we do it via Skype, even though we live in the same yes, city? Yes. Ridic- yeah, same Rude. city and maybe five minutes <laughs> if from that, each other. If that. <laughs> yeah, We I literally know. live five minutes from each other. Yeah, we do. We do. And now um, you're here. I am. And it's been a while since I've been here, so I was glad, glad. to come over I'm glad. here. So yeah. you were um, running late this morning. 
Because I, yes, we both have a friend. Not, I'm not calling you out for being late. Are you kidding? <laughs> but let me tell you this, Jessica. While I'm saying that, do you know what I passed up this morning? But it was good. Okay, I passed up Taco Cabana uh-huh. to get home on time. Wow! But I think it was. I've been trying not to eat Taco Cabana. I know. So I see, know. see, it I'm, all worked out. I'm so glad. Well, I've been trying not to do Starbucks because. My, Joe and I just went to this generosity retreat on Friday night. Yeah. Oh, you told me about it this was coming like up. Eight couples. Yes. And it was called Journey of Generosity, mm-hmm. and all of the women are sitting there chit chatting, and we start talking about podcasting. And so everyone pulls out their phones to share their favorite podcast. Yeah. And every single person had happy hour. Are you serious? Yes. And I was like, this is amazing. That makes me almost want to cry. It was. Awesome. And I was like, I'm talking to her on Monday. It was so fun. It was so fun. And I did not know these women. You know, it is crazy. It's crazy. And I'll tell you what. I met Emily Lex at IF last year. Yeah, yeah. And people have asked me, when did you see your show kind of trans... My show, you can look at the the little... Numbers. Numbers. Yeah. And you see a huge, like, place where something happened. Yeah. And when Emily Lex came on, I mean, she just really brought a whole new thing and mm-hmm. I have had so many new listeners and it is just so much fun so that, that makes me so, so happy because you want to reach new audiences yeah I want everyone to come to the happy hour and it's hour. such a blast it's so fun it's girlfriend to girlfriend and yes. that's what people say they're like one minute you're talking about like TV shows and the next minute you're talking about Jesus right I'm like well that's how my girlfriends really talk right like, that's what we do yes. one minute we're talking about our kids and our favorite drink and then next minute we're talking about How's your walk with the Lord? Like, yeah. 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 How's your prayer life or whatever? So, oh, thanks. Thanks for telling me that. I was proud. We watched these amazing videos about people that were like just giving everything away and just basically coming up with a lifestyle cap. So you cap their lifestyle. Are you talking a dollar amount? A dollar lifestyle? A lifestyle count. So more of like, you know, okay, I like to go to Starbucks a couple times a week, but let's cap that. And let's cap, you know, the vacation or let's cap the grocery bill and let's cap all of this and then everything else we're just going to give away. So instead of always making more to, to – and then you just up your lifestyle because that's what we do in America. Exactly. You start making uh-huh. more money so then you just increase your lifestyle. For sure. So this is like just decide ahead of time, you know, that you – everything you have belongs to God. Yeah. And then just live generously. So it was very convicting. But on that, I was like, okay, I'm going to cut down how much I get coffee out. But then I, but then my friend is staying at the hospital right now. So I was like, can I bring you Starbucks uh, this for morning? Sure. And then I'll get one for myself. So then I'm being generous, but I can still get my Completely Starbucks, Completely right? generous is what you're being. <laughs> so what was your cap? What would you cap it at? Oh, actually, what I'm doing is Joe's going to kind of run our our reports because he, he keeps track of every single thing. And he's going to run how much I spend at kind of three frequent places so I can actually see what I've been spending very specifically. And then we're going to cut that. Yeah. So what are the three specific places? <laughs> I mean, I could think of two maybe. Juice Land is one of them. Oh, I didn't know you were a Juice Land lover. It's ridiculous. Yes. Is it like a treat for you or like a meal? It's a meal and a treat. Okay. But those places get so expensive. They're so expensive. I mean, I what do you spend on one thing of juice? Like $7. Yeah. And then add a salad and then uh-huh. like a little afternoon kombucha. Right. And it's ridiculous. So what's the third spot? <laughs> um, Snap Kitchen. It's it's like okay. around liking expensive organic food, you know. Do you do Snap Kitchen just for you during a work day or for your whole family at night? Oh, no. I do it for my work day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I could see justification in that, right? Yeah, sort of. I'm trying not to justify. That's the point. We could justify everything. Everything. Right. And I just, yeah. Okay. It was convicting. It was very good. I love that takeaway. We needed it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what we, we moved to a cash budget like two years ago. Uh Uh-huh. And it has changed everything. Yeah. Because when I run out of money. You're out. I'm I'm out of money. Yeah. So I get certain amount of money to be uh-huh, do as I want, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. And so I kind of hide it away. Yeah. And so one time Aaron was giving me my cash, which sounds so I hate that like I feel like his child or whatever, but he's giving me my cash and he's like, "You have so much money saved over here." I'm like, <laughs> "You're hoarding." I know, yeah. He's like, "I'm not giving you this." And I'm like, "Oh, yes you are. Yeah. I'm like, I am saving this." <laughs> so I'm pretty like if it's my own cash, cash money, I know. Oh. I know. I'll make my own coffee at home. Uh, you know. know what I mean? It's true. Yes. You make those choices. And we used to be more like that. And then I think just running a startup and being crazy. And now and it's hard. It is. It takes discipline. And then it, you have to have a certain amount of margin in your life yeah. to yeah. you make margin. Yeah. 
The worst for us is like tomorrow's the first. If we didn't get to the bank until like the fifth, you're just done. Yeah. Because you've already used the check card. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I started texting around a bunch of friends yesterday asking how much she spent on groceries, how much she spent on eating out, how much she spent on babysitters. And it was cool to get get it, get stuff back. And and then it's also cool to think about doing it in community with the people you hang out with because then you know when, hey, let's go out tonight, but let's spend twenty dollars right you yeah. know <laughs> yeah yeah no we have a date night budget uh-huh and so uh-huh. you know we can spend all of our money on one date night easily in austin right i mean you know yeah especially so, yeah, you have to think about it aaron foodies foodies yeah yes um so that was a generosity retreat you love so that it. was a generosity retreat and so anyway but my friend d is fostering a little girl from rwanda which you know my jack is from rwanda yes yes and so she her name's Rachel and she has a lot of really really um a lot of medical needs and so she's been here in America to get surgery through African New Life which is crazy so Natalie was in Rwanda one day at a clinic sees this little girl and says we've got to help her she basically had like an open hole in her mm-hmm. head and had just some surgery that hadn't And you're saying little girl, but she's like 10, right? No, she's like, uh, she's 12, or actually she's 14. So she's, I mean... She's 14, I know, but... She's a teenager almost. She is a teenager, let me tell you. Yeah, and she has little kids, so this is all new transition for her, I'm sure. Yeah, so Natalie sends out this text, says we we got this girl, we were getting her a $500,000 surgery for free at Dell Children's. I love Dell Children's. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Live right by there. Now we need to find a family, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I've got this great friend, she's a nurse. She already works at Dell. She just lives a couple blocks away from me. Um, they let, they've been to Rwanda. I'm like, D and Tim, this is for you. You need to take this girl in. And so they did. But, but it was has she been like, so intense. Was she yes right away? No. Okay. No. Uh-huh. No. I mean, it's just been so cool because um, she's got three kids. She works a couple days a week as a nurse. Her husband um, owns a landscaping company or tree, mm-hmm. tree company. And she has a little two-year-old, the cutest little thing on earth, and then two other little girls that both go to school with my kids. Mm-hmm. And it really has been awesome to see a village come together and surround them. And But to foster a teenager who doesn't speak English, who has high medical needs, it's... Crazy. Yes. Yeah. It's, Crazy. It ha- um, did we know each other when I had my little Fedna from Haiti on a medical... Um, no. I had... My kids weren't home. Uh-huh. And we fostered a little girl on a medical visa. I did not know that. Um, she was the same age as Deacon, so she was three, and she had spina bifida, and she was here for like nine weeks. Wow. It's such an awesome way to get to step in and mm-hmm. support a first family, mm-hmm. you know, support family preservation, mm-hmm. and make yourself available, yeah, yeah. you know? And for maybe you aren't, you don't want to adopt, you're not called to adopt, but it's been, it's been awesome. It's really been So awesome. how much longer is Rachel going to be here? She's going to be here a few more months. Unfortunately, this surgery, they I just found out this morning, they might have to do even an additional one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been very complex. Yeah. So she'll be here at least through January. Wow. At minimum and possibly another surgery. So Dee's been spending the night there every single mm-hmm. night and just being a mama mm-hmm. to this other. And now Rachel's mom and parents yeah, in they, Rwanda. They're in Rwanda. The dad got to come down for the first surgery. And, okay, this is what's super crazy. They're... <sighs> rolling Rachel out post-op last week uh-huh. and they hear a nurse walking by saying, Hey, is there a Kenya Rwanda app? Kenya Rwanda is what they speak in, okay. in Rwanda. Uh-huh. And so D looks up, is like, what on earth? Who's downloading Kenya Rwanda? Right. There's a Rwanda family next Shut up. to them. A family, a what, family what? that also is getting surgery. So now they're connected to this Rwanda family. Uh. Not only that, the, the housekeeper who housekeeps their room is from Rwanda. Shut up. Now, I have a Rwanda kid, <laughs> and I had never randomly met right. a Rwandan in Austin, and now they have met. They're surrounded. Yes. It's just been That's so amazing. cool to just witness the goodness uh. of God, and, you know, they, they've stepped into a lot of sacrifice, but then you also get to witness so much of God's yeah. faithfulness. Yeah. So it's, it's been awesome. And that is hard, and because we've done that for, only for nine weeks, so they're doing a lot longer with a teenager, but it is a sacrifice on your own family. Oh, and this child, huge. and and it's one thing when you're when you have a child in that's in the hospital because it is a sacrifice sacrifice on the family at home. Yeah. But this child's not really your family. 
Yeah. Like they're no. going home to their family one day. Yeah. You love them like they're your own. Right. But you know that they're not and their mama and daddy are worried about them in Rwanda. You know, so it is a sacrifice. It, it's been a huge sacrifice. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all pray for Rachel. She's got a long way to go and just even her, um, she's been able to take English classes every day. The community came together and donated a bunch of money so that she could get private English lessons. That's awesome. It's, it's going to be a cool story. We all get to be a part of. That's really cool. And so it's just another way, like you look at Dee and Tim and they're making such an impact on a family's life. And you and I both have adopted children and we've made an impact on their lives, but they're impacting a child who will never be adopted by them. That's right. You that's know, like right. they, this is not even, it's really? not even on the table. No. It's not even, that's not even what they were doing. No, they're getting, she'll get to go back to her family in this village. And I mean, I just can't wait to see what all God's going to bring from her story of really of redemption mm-hmm. because she was really stigmatized. Mm-hmm. Just her, um, you know, her disability was such a physical disability and I mean, the stories of being stigmatized by that are really, mm-hmm. really hard. And so mm-hmm. we're just wanting to see her get he- healed and yeah. whole and yeah. go back and change her Her village. Her yeah. Village. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Okay, so if, you, if you're listening, I haven't even introduced you, but um, Jessica Honiger, <laughs> which I've introduced you before you came on, but you recently, I just read this on you, Jessica, and you're my friend in real life, um, but you also run a company here. I do. Well, let me pull it up. You also run a company here that's not just like a small little business that you just kind of started. Well, you did start it as a small little business. I did, yeah. Yeah. How many years ago? Trunk show, five years. I came to your first trunk show, yeah. Yep. There's an article right now in Austin Business Journal, and it says, Why Austin's Hottest Fashion Brand Has No Stores But Lots of Revenue. And so you literally started this. You don't like that title? Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, I thought you were looking at me like, I don't like that. Well, it's Austin Business Journal. Is that a big deal or not a big deal? No, it's a no. It's a oh, okay. It's, it's okay. great. It's just that their angle is always going to be around like store revenue, yeah, okay, and business, yeah. and like yeah. what did you do and what are your plans uh-huh. and all of that kind yeah. of stuff. So, which is fun. good. Oh, for yeah. a business side, absolutely. So, you started Noonday how many years ago? Five, five years ago, literally as an adoption fundraiser for it your was. adoption for your son Jack in Rwanda, and it's turned into a like a business. It has. You yes. are a business owner, which is like amazing because I'll never do that. I don't have that mindset. So to have like a friend that's like rocking it and running a business. Yeah. I'm always so proud of you. It's been fun, you know, and I just love business and I feel like, you know, one time I went to go see Ben and Jerry's when I was like 18 years old and it just had a huge impact on me because they talked about architecture and they talked about how if you look at a city back through the centuries, it used to be churches were the main architecture. Mm-hmm. And then for a while it was, you know, farmhouses. And he's like, if you look now, it really is the skyscrapers because businesses really can be a way for social change and a way to change the world. Mm-hmm. And that just really stuck mm-hmm. stuck out to me. And so I do feel like, you know, business really can be a way to do good in the world. Yeah. And, and that's kind of y'all's model is like, it's not just business about making money, but you're making change. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So tell everyone, how is your business model set up to where you're actually impacting the world and not just your 60 employees or your 900 ambassadors? Like you're changing the world. Yeah. yeah. One, one person at a time. So how does that, how have y'all set that up? Well, we really are creating meaningful opportunities around the world. So both here in America and for these artisan business owners in these other countries. So the, our ambassadors here, they are business owners. They are entrepreneurs. And they are getting to step out and encourage and connect with their community in order to create a marketplace for these artisan business owners. And then our artisans in these other countries, they are creating businesses. And they are employing people in their communities. And with dignity, um, you know, we believe children are cherished women are empowered, people should have jobs, and that through all of that, we're building a flourishing world where we are all connected. So it's just this powerful ecosystem, and it's been a powerful business model, and I'm just so thankful that I even get to be along for the ride, honestly. I love it, and I was looking at your website just this morning, waiting on you, and look, I said waiting on you like you were late or something. That was so rude, Jamie. (laughs) I was looking at your um, website, and y'all actually have a whole page dedicated to um, blogs, where you have different yes. short stories. Yeah. And there were so many interesting things there. I was like, I could spend hours right you can. here. Yes. No, go check out our blog. It is so inspiring. Everything from our ambassadors here, many who have come out of places of 
hard places where they felt like they didn't have a voice and becoming an ambassador felt like, you know what, I'm worthy. I have a voice mm-hmm. and I can create a stage for other women yeah. so that they also can use mm-hmm. their voices. You know, I like to say that everybody has was born with a voice, yeah. everyone. Uh-huh. And at Noonday, we're just getting to build a stage so that everyone can sing. Love it. You know? Everyone has a voice. Everyone has a voice. I, yeah. I love that. I, I want to teach that to my kids. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a voice. Mm-hmm. And how do you get to use it? Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Hear that? It's the call of the crave. And when the crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 bacon bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider, 1921 bacon cheese slider, or chicken bacon ranch slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 bacon bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. I want to talk to you about I want to talk to you about a couple things today while we have our time. Number one is something that you guys coming up have coming up for World Adoption Day, which is super cool. So exciting. But I want to talk to you about a conversation that you and I had Uh-oh. a couple weeks ago over lunch. Oh gosh. It's one that I knew has, you were gonna come back and use something on me, Jamie. <laughs> it's no, it's good. It's one that's stuck with me since then, and I keep chewing on it a lot. Okay, so we were talking about you and I about r- running a business. And, and you and I both do separate things. Like you have Noonday, your business, and I now have my podcast, which is kind of like my thing right now. Right. So running a business, having a company where there are people in leadership that are believers. Yes. But the company is by no means right. a quote-unquote Christian company. Right. Because you said this to me, and I can't stop thinking about it. You said um, there aren't Christian companies. There's just companies where Christians run them. 
Right. And I loved that. Yeah. Like I have literally been thinking about that for a long time and I was like, I love that because it gives us the the freedom. It yes. gives every business owner the freedom to yes. be like, this is, this is my company. Right. Or it gives politicians the freedom. Like there's no certain Christian positions. There's only Christian people who can fill those positions, you know? Yeah. And, and so, so yeah, I mean, we're all distinctly made in the image of God and he's going to put us in all sorts of places. And, you know, I say that, you know, oftentimes we're held back by fear because we're fearing a certain outcome. We're mm-hmm. fearing that we're going to fail we're, and that's going to make us look bad. We're fearing that we're going to lose money. Mm-hmm. We're fearing even maybe success and what that might yeah, do to us. Yeah, for sure. And Christians know our outcome. Our outcome is Jesus. Right. And so we should be the ones at the forefront of creating cultures, creating businesses, being involved in, in all aspects of our cultures around the world mm-hmm. in order to make an impact. Yeah. So how do you not bridge the gap, but how does your faith impact you as a CEO? I mean, I would say that love, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, love really is the bottom line. And yeah. my business partner and I, we really, you know, we were building a flourishing world around the world, but we also want to create a really strong culture here in Austin Mm -hmm. with, um, the people that, you know, are under our care. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like it really is taking a stewardship model. When, when I started Noonday several years ago, I even, when I made my first business cards, I think I did put Jessica Honiger, steward of Noonday Collection. Uh-huh. Well, I can't do that now. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense if you're, you know, at some Inc. 500 uh-huh, right. party, <laughs> you know? Like, like, explain this, what please. Is that, right. please? But I feel like there really is that aspect of knowing I'm a steward, mm-hmm. and so how can I steward and be faithful mm-hmm. to what God's put right in front of me? Yeah, yeah. We're doing a series at our church right now about um, neighboring. I think a bunch of churches in Austin are. And Matt talked last week about, I mean, the verses in the Bible that are that are clearly say that the, the people will know you're my people by the way you love. Mm. And you just said, you know, that is what helps you with your faith and being a CEO is the way you love your people. Yes, absolutely. And that includes the people that you work with, but also for Noonday includes the people around the world that are your artisans. It does. And what I didn't realize prior to coming to y'all's conference, I got the joy and fun to emcee your conference last year, is that the your artisans which that's a word that people might not know it means the people around the world that you're essentially hand making the hand making products sell. yeah but what i didn't know is that you actually are are buying from them yes they like, are business owners that's that's what yes. i did not know and i think that's a key thing that people don't realize that yeah. it's a big deal it is a big deal because what we want to do is we want to develop capacity, production capacity for them. We want to come alongside them and help them with responsible financing. We want to help them with collaborative design so that they're creating designs that are relevant in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And then we're coming alongside them with long-term partnership so that they can really know they can have consistent orders over time. And so we're not employing anybody, but we are really trying to create sustainable businesses mm-hmm. for them. and. And then we're doing the same thing for, you know, our ambassadors yeah. here. So. Which I wouldn't have thought that was a big deal until someone explains it. Like, say a big company. I'm not going to say any names, but say a big company here in America heads to Haiti and makes a big order to sell in their stores. Well, then once they are done with that order, they're out. Right. And so then there's no sustainability. Right. Right. And so we can see the difference. It really is in partnership. Your mo- yeah. Partnership. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like my artisan partners some of the businesses now I've been partnering with for five years you've interviewed Jolly and I'm going to go visit her in October and I'm so excited and they really are family you know and we've gone through good times together and in harder times Mm -hmm. and but we're in it and you know it made it was even more clear to me when I met Jolly I met her in January and we interviewed we did an interview together you and I I'll share that with you guys in the show notes. But I also saw Jolly when I went to Uganda this spring. Yes, yes, yes. which was so wonderful because I'm like, I'm in your place. Like yes. you're not in Texas. I'm where I'm in and your wasn't home. Wasn't it awesome? It was amazing. I didn't yes. get to go to their place where they work, but they came out and served with us for a day with Soul Hope, and it was just amazing because she had her girls, and yeah. this is her business, yes. and these are her people, and they were. It's kind of like what we would do in America, like you know, for those of you guys that work at companies that do give, give back, back days. Yes, you know, yeah. and so that is what they do. And their business yes. in Uganda, they have this give back where they go serve with Soul Hope, yes. and it's it's been so fun. And she said she told however many girls she had there. She's like everyone wanted to come, but you know some people have to work still. You know, <laughs> they got to make jewelry, <laughs> so she didn't even have everybody, but everybody wanted to do it. And I was so thoroughly impressed. 
Yeah. And it was just a reminder that, that Noonday is partnering with these people. Yeah. I always say if there was a Uganda award, you know, best place to work mm-hmm. in Uganda, hands down, <laughs> it would go to them. Yeah. Hands down. Hands so down. So wonderful. Yeah. You know what they were handing out that day? Did I ever tell you? No. Um, they were handing out, and I don't know, I wish I knew who made these. She had gotten these from somebody, but they were sanitary pads. For oh, teenage girls. Yes. Jolia emailed me about that a long time ago. She was super excited mm-hmm. about educating. Yes. And that's another thing that I'm like, I have no idea why. I mean, if I use my brain, I could figure out why that this would be so important to hand out. I yes. mean, here we're not really handing out sanitary pads right. to people. But in a lot of these villages, uh-huh. there's a lot of shame around having your period. And because there's no clean way to sort mm-hmm. of take care of it. So girls were literally take a week out of school and not go to school while they're on their period. Crazy. So, yeah. So they were handing those out to the girls to help them. Yeah. And they're reusable. I don't know how that works, but yeah. Yeah. So wonderful. It is. Um, So tell me about what Noonday is partnering. I guess you're partnering with World Adoption Day or who you're partnering with. So we're partnering with Adopt Together. Okay. Who, they're a crowdfunding site just for adoption. Oh. Which is awesome. You know, Noonday started as a fundraiser, so we continue to give 10% in sales of adoption trunk shows. So if you're hosting a trunk show in honor of a friend that's adopting, then we'll come alongside that family. And even more than the money, it really is creating a physical space for people to get together and share their story. Mm -hmm. Just, I was in St. Louis a couple weeks ago and a mom came up to me and she said, Noonday paid for my son's flight back from China. And I just, I mean, of course I started crying. And But I think more than anything, there were so many people there with her that were like, yeah, we were part of that trunk show. We were part of that trunk show. So it's it's been a great way to create a physical gathering Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's – there's a lot of ways to raise money for adoptions that are online, uh-huh. and I let a noonday trunk show really physically brings people together. That's so. great. Mm-hmm. So, do you have to personally know a noonday ambassador to have one of these shows, or is there a way someone can find out? If you go to our website and then ask for a local ambassador, we are going to hook you up. And if you don't have a local ambassador, I am going to ask you right now to become an ambassador (laughs) because there's just so much more opportunity around America where we just, I mean, we don't have any ambassadors. And that happened last summer when we did a big initiative with International Justice Mission and we got hundreds of people emailing in and wanted to do truck shows and we had to turn away a few hundred of them. Because you didn't have ambassadors? We didn't have ambassadors. Wow. So... Become an ambassador if you do not have one. And I sometimes feel like I'm an ambassador. Well, you are. Because I'm always talking about Noonday. And you host awesome shows. Well, you're in our new lookbook. I saw that. Yes, you are. Me and Krista. Yes. Krista Box is my Noonday ambassador. Um, But it is fun. Once you become an ambassador, which I'm not one, so I don't know. But I use the same ambassador all the time. It's a relationship. It is. Anytime I need something, a gift, whatever, she's my lady. Well, in the same way, we're coming alongside these artists and businesses. You're coming alongside the ambassador to help her with her Mm, business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun too. Because oh, I was at y'all's conference last year, and y'all had a lot of fun. We did. And you're going to come again. I'm coming again. So excited. I'm so excited, too. Yeah. Shine, January. We're going to have Glennon of Momastery and Jenny and Jen. and It's going to be a party. Commentators that speak on Fox and CNN. And it's just it, stylists. One of my friends that used to style for the Ellen DeGeneres show is going to come. Fun. It's it's awesome. And I just get to have a microphone and introduce people yeah, and tell them what yeah, to do. Uh, yeah. And can, make everyone laugh. I can do that. You can. Um, so fun. So what about, so how are you partnering with Adopt Together? So we're partnering in a couple of ways. One, we do have a product that's an adorable bracelet that this is a podcast so you can't see it, but you can go to our website and see it. You can, it's already out. October 1st, this product's going to be available and $10 from every sale of that bracelet is going to go into an adoption fund. So I can just go buy the bracelet. You can go buy the bracelet okay. and that is going to go towards adoption and adoption family. We're really excited about that. So between the dates of October 1st and November 8th, we are going to host adoption trunk shows alongside World Adoption Day. And so we are going to continue to give 10% of sales from those trunk shows towards families' adoptions. And what we're wanting to do is just multiply. We want to do at least 1,000 trunk shows during that time period. In like 39 days. In 39 days across the country. And we want to raise thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Do you have a goal? That's all you about I to have say a personal something. goal. Okay. You don't do. have to say it, but I was Well, my to... personal goal would be that we would raise $100,000. Jeez Louise. Yes, that's my personal goal. So I need you guys to help so me. So where will that $100,000 go? 
So that goes to families, to specific families. Really, we're wanting to connect families that might be a little alone right now. Mm -hmm. You know that process of adoption can be a little bit lonely. And so we want to come alongside and connect those families with an ambassador. And then we're going to work with Adopt Together. They're going to have a huge gala in L.A. um, at the end to kind of announce how much money that we raised. And we're really excited. And then World Adoption Day is just a happy day to just come together and celebrate adoption. So you And what day is that? November 8th is World Adoption Day. And I discovered it from scrolling through Instagram. Because last year I remember seeing a bunch of people with the smiley faces Yes, and on I started saying, seeing people that I really like. Like I love Connie Britton from mm-hmm. Nashville. Yes. Can't wait for that show right. to start back I up know. again. <laughs> I and need to catch up because I'm still a little bit behind. Oh, wow. I know. I know. I'm late to the game. Okay. And then Scott Harrison, Charity Water. I mean, so many people Mm -hmm. were just coming together to to celebrate adoption. And I was like, we have got to be a part of that. We're all going to put smiley faces on our hands and just take fun pictures to tell the world that we really celebrate adoption. Adoption is a good Mm -hmm. thing. And we're going to come alongside and and celebrate that. Whether you've adopted or not, we can all be a part of this story. Right. So just so I'm clear and everyone's clear, if I host a show, I pick the family the money goes towards or it goes into a bank. You pick the family. So what if I want to host a show, but I don't know personally a family adopting right now, but I love the cause. I love Mm -hmm. everything. How can my money still go towards a family? So that's what we're really wanting to do is we're wanting to connect people that maybe aren't really involved in adoption or it feels a little outside of their range and help them connect with families that are adopting. Because you know, even though you and I probably said at one point in our lives, everybody is called to a back in our crazy days. We might have said that and I would never say that now. We might have said that, Jamie, (laughs) at one point. take it all back. You might have said that to me five (laughs) years ago when I met you and that may have resulted in something. Like noonday? Like maybe, (laughs) maybe. So, but we're all called, right, to support the the widow and Mm -hmm. the orphan. And so maybe you call Lutheran Services, you call Gladney, Mm -hmm. you find, you know, ask your church Mm -hmm. and we want you to find a family that's adopting and come alongside them. Yeah. And maybe hosting a noonday trunk show is just the beginning of how you can walk with them. Right. And yeah. so we're really just wanting connection to happen around adoption. I love that. And and that seems like, oh, that would be kind of hard to do, but it really isn't that hard to do for you to call and be like, hey, I'm interested in helping a family. You know what? We, yeah, the things that we often we're held back by fear Mm -hmm. and then we actually do them and that gives us courage to keep doing more hard things and that's really what it's all about hey guys before we jump back into this conversation i wanted to say thank you to all of you who have subscribed rated and reviewed the happy hour on itunes you may not know it but doing those three things is a huge deal and really helps the happy hour get exposed to more people if you haven't subscribed yet now is the perfect time Go to jamieivy.com slash iTunes and click subscribe or just search happy hour on your podcast playing app or device. And while you're there, if you could leave me a rating or review, it'd be such a help and it'd just take a couple of seconds. All right, guys, back to the show. So speaking of adoption, your Jack has been home for how long? Four years in October. Four years in October. October will be six years for my story. Yes. And then next January will be six years for Amos. Um, So we've come a long way. We have. We've come a long way. We used to meet... We did. On, on almost every, I mean, we were pretty consistent we were for a good. while. We were good. A couple of years ago, it was myself, Jessica, our friend Noel, and then our friend Jen, and we'd all meet at Central Market. Yes. At we like, were all adopting or had adopted. Yes. I think Noel maybe had just brought Shimmy home, mm-hmm. and Jen, I think Remy and Ben yeah. have been home, a, a, they've been home. They've been home a few months, maybe. But less than Jack or more? More. She adopted her kids just a few months before we got Jack. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I had only had my kids like a year before that. Right. So, I and mean, then Shimmy came after. Yes. Everybody. Yeah. So, oh. mine and then Hatmaker and then Honiger and then Aunt. We all would meet. And, you know, I look back on those times, Jessica, and they were like life-giving. They were. Because we were all like... What the heck are we doing? What are we doing? Why is my child acting like this? Why is why am I finding this out about myself now yes. that my child is acting like this? Yes. I didn't think I was an angry person. And now yes. I'm like angry all the time. And we were just able to normalize each other's experiences, mm-hmm. which I think is is so important. Yeah. You know? And and then rally around each other's kids as yeah. well. I think anytime you're going through something, and for some people it could be my child is in the hospital with cancer or my um, husband works overseas all the time. And mm-hmm. for us, what brought us together, <clears throat> what brought us together was adoption. Yes. And so being around people that understand what you're saying. Yes. 
is so life-giving when you're in the midst of it. Yeah, it Because really I could is. say things to you guys that I could never say out loud to anyone else. Right, right. Because they wouldn't know the context. Yes. They wouldn't understand my heart. They, You know what I mean? And so it was so wonderful. It was really safe, and I think it was safe, so important. Yes. for Because I think we did bring a lot of vulnerability mm-hmm. to the table, and we were able to be safe yeah. with one another. Yeah. You know, looking back, though, we it wasn't like we were trying to start an adoption group. I think we were just being friends, and, and then we one thing like, led to the other, and then we all were kind of <laughs> I know. doing this adoption thing. It was just mom's kind of needing to talk to someone else that would understand mm-hmm. it was it was so fun yeah yeah we'll i just texted noel yesterday and i was like i, I need central that. market i know i, I know. saw i think oh. you and jen are both traveling this a lot right now so or this weekend yeah well jen has her um book launch at her house yes yes <laughs> so that's kind of a big deal just a few hundred people just coming a few in hundred town. people yeah oh yeah. so fun it's been fun to walk through all of this it really has with you know. friends it has, and now we're several years in, and last week, Amos and your kids were at my house, yes, and, which was so uh-huh. awesome, and just to see Amos and know how far he's come, mm-hmm. and then and then to see our kids, you know, know each other, mm-hmm. and yeah, to get to see people that look like them, and their families. When we were at your house, I remember looking over, and like Jack and Holden and Story are just dancing. Yes. Like, <laughs> dancing. Do the what? Yes. Do the name. Yeah. Me. I mean, they were loving it. And I thought, I wanted to ask you, when your family's home and no one has anywhere to go, what are y'all, what's, what is y'all's crazy life like at the Honiger house? Oh, are there dance are parties? Dancers. Oh, yes. Yes. Is Joe dancing? Yes. <laughs> I know. I married the most reserved man in the world, but the guy loves to get, to dance with his kids. Now he, you're not going to find him dancing pretty much anywhere else right. outside of our house. Yeah. yeah. But that's but, a good dad. Yes. And we love, so you think you can dance. And so we pull, try to, you know, do some of those moves. Try to work it out. Work it out. Yeah. And we'll even put, um, we'll take our ottoman and turn it into a vault for gymnastics time. Look at you. Oh Yeah. Anything to get those kids kind of get some of that energy out. Right? Yes. How? What time do you usually get home? Being I a, get home around 5.15 to okay. 5.30. And yeah. you're blessed that you work like five minutes from your house. I do. It is awesome. I could, yeah. You're like five minutes from your house, five minutes from one of our favorite restaurants. Yes. <laughs> Are you close to the kid's school? I basically am never in the car. Yeah, I'm five minutes from my kid's school. I mean, you're just like, that's you have the best. And it's, we're all on the east side. It's not like you're stuck in the suburbs. Awesome. Nothing wrong with the suburbs, but you know what I mean. Yes. Well, and my kids started a new school this year. So we were driving. Oh, yeah, down to the, down yeah, south. Uh-huh, yeah. And so now they're in a little school. It's 15% African-American. Mm. So it's, it's it's diverse for yeah. Austin. That's right. diverse. It is because Austin is not a very diverse city. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how's school been? It's been You have good. a week under your belt? Or uh, two? No, we have like four weeks. Because okay, y'all did start early like us. We started like August 3rd. Okay, we yeah. were like the 27th And then something. we'll have two weeks off in October. Us too. Isn't it the best? It is. It's it's really good, but it, it's Montessori, mm-hmm. which is a whole new world for me. I don't me. even know what that means. I'm trying to learn what it is, you know, but I think it really is primarily about getting all of your motivation from your from intrinsic motivation so it's all about letting giving kids the space to kind of develop deeply into the subjects that they really care about Mm. and are interested in what if my kids were i have one kid that'd be like i'm not interested in anything yeah so this it's a public school Mm -hmm. and so they still have to be they still have all the state mandated all of that and so they definitely have parameters Uh like i thought my kids weren't gonna have any homework at all they're supposedly just supposed to have choice work, but they are doing like some spelling tests and stuff, which is choice work, a relief. as in like if you want to. Okay, that's how my because middle I don't frames have one it. Kid that would do it. Uh-huh. My middle frames it. Choice work means I can do it or not. We're like, no, no. Choice means you have a list of fifty things oh, and, and you pick. can choose from <laughs> right. that list. Right. But it's everything from like go and find grasshoppers in your backyard to have a dance party with your family Check. to Done. help mom cook dinner. Uh huh. It's all the above. It's really fun. Is Amelie your oldest? Would she want to do like they tell you to pick one? She's going to pick five. Is she that kind of mindset or? She definitely is an achiever mindset. Mm-hmm. And so this is what's really funny is we're in carpool and I'm talking to one of the older kids and I'm like, tell me, explain this Montessori thing to me. Like, <laughs> how is this really working out? Because I am really confused. And he's like, well, I try to get at least five works is what they call them. Five works done in a day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a number. I. I can I can do something right, with that number. Right. So I tell Amelie like, 
hey, only, you know, your friend says he gets about five done in a day. Like, why don't you aim for five? And if and if you do more than that, maybe we can, you know, get a little treat or something. <laughs> it's like opposite of Magnolia. I mean, of Montessori. Montessori yeah. Opposite. You're like, I'll give you stuff to do it instead of this int- intrinsic. Like, inter- yeah, I'm just, yeah. oh my gosh. So Amelie goes to her class and is telling a little, another kid that, like, well, I'm going to get at least five done in a day. And the teacher overhears and she, <gasps> the teacher emails me and she says, I know you are new to Montessori. But I just wanted to let you know, we really don't encourage a certain number. We just want children to go deep. So if anything, just encourage Amelie to pursue. This is hilarious that you got yes. reprimanded. I got reprimanded for setting a, a number, numerical, extrinsic goal for and you're my like, child. Listen, I run a business. This is what we need. We need, <laughs> I did. We, need, we need a goal and we need a number. I, I said, hey, I'm a CEO. Right. <laughs> this is how my brain works. We set goals and we achieve those right, goals. Right. Some people are just made like that. So yes. I want to just come alongside people that might be made like that and help them be successful. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, it, was, it was, it's, it's been good though. It's been great. We have so many friends that are sending their kids there to that school. Mm-hmm. Um, something happened you know we you and i have been in a racial reconciliation group Mm -hmm. for the past year Mm -hmm. which has been awesome and we got to have some really deep conversations like we've never had before just very honest with your family or with uh friends with you oh i thought you meant about school i thought you were talking about what i'm I'm setting it up yeah we had yes we have got to have those conversations Mm -hmm. and so when my kids started this new school this year someone said to Jack on the playground, you're a brown poopy face. Okay. So. And he told you? So the kids came home, we're eating dinner, and actually one of the kids says, Jack was called a brown poopy poopy face on the playground today. And I'm like, I mean, I'm like, well, that is called bullying. (laughs) And let me, you know, anyway, but then, you know, in my heart, I knew that that wasn't probably a racially charged Mm -hmm. statement. Mm -hmm. That it, the kid probably could have said to someone else, you're a, a white, white poopy, poopy yeah, face. For sure. So mm-hmm. I knew that. But what was so cool is that the kids were talking about it in carpool the next day. And the carpool mom knew the parents of this kid mm-hmm. and called the parents and said, hey, I love your kid. And I know your kid is such a good kid. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know. It. The parent called me. Aww. This is like my second week of school yeah. and said, I am so appalled. Mm-hmm. My, my child mm-hmm. said this, and I just had to have this uh, talk with him yeah. about what racially charged things mm-hmm. can look like. Yeah. We've never even had to talk about that. And I said, look, I did not assume your kid was racist. Right. for sure, yeah. And But thank you. And he's yeah. like, what You know, what can my kid do to make it up to Jack? And uh-huh. I was like, just have him say, like, hey, dude, tomorrow the playground. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, hey, dude, yeah. sorry. Yeah. But it just showed me how powerful it is to be in community mm-hmm. and to be at a school in our community yeah. and yeah. to have parents that are just going to – um, parent out of some core values yeah. of acceptance mm-hmm. and and diversity. Yeah. It's it's been awesome. And the the truth of the matter is, I'm thinking if that were if my son were the one, and I say this all the time. Whenever my kids are like bullied or made fun of, my first thought is I, I'm going to punch the kid in the face. But my next thought is all kids are mean. All kids are mean. All kids, I, my I, kids my are mean. My kids are mean. All kids are yes. mean. So that's, that's always my second thought. I'm yes. always like, well, my kid might have done something I don't even know about. It's true. But what I was thinking when you were telling me that is if that were my child that said that from an innocent, like, just because his skin is brown. It's a, it's an obvious thing. Right. You have brown skin, so I'm going to call you brown poopy face. Right. I would want to know. Absolutely. And so it was very brave of that it mom driving the so carpool brave. to call her. Because she knew as a parent, well, I would want to know this. So this may be an uncomfortable conversation for me to call this mom and be like, hey, your son did this. But how brave was that and how the whole circle. The whole circle of bravery and communication Uh and vulnerability. Right. I mean, I felt so loved and cared Mm -hmm. for. And I didn't – I actually am not really that good of friends with any of the people involved. Mm -hmm. And so it was – it was really powerful for That's me really and for and for our kids, mm-hmm. you know, because we were able to just restore that yeah. and move on. Yeah. We're having lots of conversations at our house um, with Amos, my oldest son that is adopted. So my second oldest son. And um, he, so, at some time at school, maybe last year, even someone called, said that he, 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 his skin was, I mean, his skin is brown. He's black. You right. know, it's, right. it's, it's, a, it's a fact. Right. But they said something about his skin. And the kid has not worn shorts to school since then. Oh, man. I mean, it's 187 degrees here in Austin. Wow. And he's wearing shorts. And he wears a hoodie. Oh, man. Now, There's I know. just a sense of shame. Yes. And so we talk about it a lot. Yes. Um, and he doesn't bring it up. It's usually me, you know. And yeah. at first, I didn't realize what had happened. And I was uh-huh. getting on to him. I'm like, dude, it is too hot to wear j- pants. 
you need to put some shorts on. You know, he has right. like one pair of school pants that right. he will wash every other day. Yeah. And 17 pair of shorts that he never wears. Wow. And then finally, when I found out about it, my heart was so hurt for him. Um, but we still talk about it because I still like, there's a part of me that's like, no, you are beautiful. Right. Like, God right. made you beautiful. You are wonderful. Yeah. Um, but his little head and heart, he wants to fit in so much yeah. because he's always struggled with that. But those are hard conversations. They are hard They're conversations. They're so hard. They are. And I'm just thankful that Jack is in a place now where he's, you know, he sees quite a few kids yeah. that yeah. look like him. Uh-huh. And um, I know Amelie's one of her really good friends on the playground, looks like Jack. Uh-huh. And yeah. So yeah. that's. It's good. We're in a diverse school too, and it makes a difference. It does make a difference. It does. And we live in a diverse area of town. We do. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A big difference. Um, so where are you traveling to next? Gosh, um, domestically, my next trip. Oh, if, if lead awesome. in Florida. Awesome. So what are the excited. dates for that? We'll see if it- I think that's on the 10th and 11th in Orlando. So okay. I'm going to be speaking a little bit and then doing a breakout session awesome. around leadership and courage and using your power to create power for others. And then, uh, Q, no, 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 that's not what's next at Africa. I'm going to Africa. So I'm- hello, where? Going to Kenya, Ethiopia, and Uganda. Okay. Yeah. To visit artisans? To visit artisans. Awesome. Yes, yes. And then we're also going to be shooting um, our five-year video because um, it's been five years. So That's great. So, yeah. Are you doing that there? Are you shooting that I'm there? shooting it there. Okay. Yeah. So wonderful. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. One of, my, one of my best friends now works for Noonday mm-hmm. as a creative director, and she was the one who actually went to visit when I went to Africa about – Five or six years ago, and that's where I sort of got the idea for Noonday. It was going and visiting her, uh-huh. and now she's a creative director. So we're going back to Uganda together. She lived in so Kampala wonderful. for three years. Love it. Now she's shooting this video. It's just so cool how God just connects mm-hmm. everything. And Full even circle. when you're in a place in life when you think this is so random, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Mm-hmm. God will use it. Yeah. There's totally. nothing wasted. Totally. Nothing wasted. Okay. If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams. Now celebrating 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams is the originator of everyone's favorite Lux Home Blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as its ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are each made with premium materials. Get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code PODCAST15. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25. Jessica, three things you're loving right now. I always ask my people. So tell me three things you're loving that you're like, if I want to get my girlfriends together, I need to tell them all about this. Okay. There is a lipstick by MAC. Okay. And they come up with a new color every couple months. And all of the proceeds go towards HIV research. All their lipsticks or this one color? No, it's this. It's like a, the, a lipstick line. Okay, got it. And then they come up with different colors. So when I buy MAC lipsticks, I only buy from this line okay. that goes to HIV research. And I'm loving the color of my current lipstick that I bought. And I don't know what it is, but you can. I'll it, link it. Yeah. Link it. it looks great. Thank you. <laughs> I have zero makeup on this morning. And <laughs> I, I was little. like, I almost was going to periscope us. Have you periscoped? Oh, girl, I've heard all about it. But I was thinking about doing it for my trips for when I travel. Yes, you yes. should. So I think I'm going to do periscope. I was thinking about doing it right here while we were talking. Like, but I'm like, hey, how would I? Hi. I'm like, how would I hold up the camera? Anyhow, I didn't do it. Obviously, the other day, uh, Aaron called me. I was messing around with periscope. I was trying to watch Jessie Connolly because she's been yes. doing this. And she's so cute. So I was watching her, and then I'm like, I want to figure out how to do this. So I'm on periscope app trying to figure out how to do it. Uh-huh. And the next thing I know, it says like recording, and I'm like, what? And so I just stop. Uh-huh. Like, it was, like, three seconds, and I stopped. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? 
Well, Aaron calls me and he's like, do you know you were just periscoping and I saw our carpet? And I was like, how did you know? Oh. He's like, Jamie, it sends a message to all your Twitter followers. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I need to figure this out you need before to I play it out. around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the lipstick. What else? What's your second thing? Okay, so there are these crunchy little, they're from Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. and they're kernels of corn, and they get just a little bit popped, but not popped into full popcorn. Okay. And they are so delicious and crunchy and mm. pretty healthy, and it's my new favorite your new favorite snack. snack. Yes. Is Trader Joe's everywhere, or is it kind of a rare thing? Because we just got one here, and everyone well, we went crazy. We have three now, though. We'll see, I don't even know. I think they're a lot more universal okay. now. I like it. I can't do all my grocery shopping there. No, you can't. No. You can't. It's like no. a, oh, look, it's the end of the month, and I have $50 left in our grocery budget. Let me go get That's some fun stuff. That's where to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so lipstick, popcorn, what's your third thing that you're loving? Okay, Obviously, I just read For the Love, hilarious. Yes, yes. And was so surprised that it was really, I was reading it out loud to Joe. Mm-hmm. I read parts out loud to my kids. So fun. It was awesome. So Did you know super- she does the, um, she reads on her, like, the audio version? Yes. I mean, I want to listen to that because I think because she'll just crack me up. It'll, yeah. So, so happy for her. Yeah. So excited. And then Rising Strong. Brene Brown. It just came out, right? It just came out. Yeah. Started it yesterday. I know you're a fan. I'm a huge fan of Brene, and she spoke several times last week, and I was getting all sorts of texts from ambassadors, and then even one of my team members went and accosted Brene with Noonday Collection. I, did Jacqueline give her, like, a bag? Yes! I was like, that's amazing. I saw a picture. So I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope Brene knows that um, that was not, you know, me giving a command. Right. <laughs> They just wanted to bless her with that. Yeah. Do you know her personally? Not, no. Not yet. I know that. Not yet. (laughs) I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Her work, I think in a time when I started Noonday and was, I did feel so alone in those years of being a CEO with Mm -hmm. young children. And I did experience a lot of shame around parenting Mm -hmm. and I felt a lot of shame around even my body image. Mm -hmm. And so reading her book, she's researched it all. And she said the two things women struggle with the most are parenting and body image. And I thought, okay, this is not okay. Right. You know, we're going to work through this and get past it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now I'm I'm so much more whole than I was. Do you feel like you've come a long way? I have come a long yeah. way. I feel like you have, too. Yeah, I really have. Yeah. I'm, you know, and, and so I'm very thankful for her and her research and, of course, wildly excited for her success as well. You know you've come a long way when you get a, an email from the teacher and it doesn't send you into, like, a tailspin that you're a bad mom. Absolutely. <laughs> you're Absolutely, like, yeah. Actually, I'm a great mom. I'm a CEO, and this is how our brains work. Exactly. Let me tell you that. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. That was a good moment yeah. of realizing personal growth mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Absolutely. So wonderful. Jessica, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for asking me. And I, just thanks I got to spend my morning with you. You're such a blast. I'm jealous of your job. My job is really fun and I really love it a whole lot. Awesome. You're I get to at talk it. to really good, really cool people like you. It's fun. But not all of them get to come back to the studio and eat hey, my gluten-free this banana is bread. professional and that bread's good. Yeah, 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 I know. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to the happy hour. Anything we talked about today, I'll put in the show notes. And you can find, do you have a Twitter, Jessica? Because I tried to tag you today, and I couldn't find you. No, Instagram. I know. I I love you on Instagram. Um, But Noonday Collections. Yeah, Noonday Collections on Twitter, yeah. 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 So I'll put everywhere you can find Jessica, follow Jessica, up on jamieivy.com. Guys, thanks for listening. See you next week. Guys, I had the best time talking with Jessica. Not only is she one of my greatest friends, but she is truly changing the world. And every time I get to talk to her, I enjoy it so much. Okay, there's two big corrections from my conversation that I want to mention because it's crucial that we get them right. And I want you to have the right information. The first is that if you want to host a World Adoption Day trunk show, you need to go to the Noonday Collection website. And that website is super easy to remember. It is noondaycollection.com. And when you're there, they can connect you with the Noonday Ambassador. The second that I want you to hear and remember is that World Adoption Day is November 9th. I think Jessica and I both said November 8th. So at least if you happen to get the wrong day for my show, you'll be a day early and not a day late. So it's November 9th and not November 8th. All right, just to recap, October 1st, the World Adoption Day bracelets go on sale. And for every World Adoption Day bracelet that they sell, they're donating $10 to an adoption fund that will help a family get closer to bringing their child home. And then from October 1st to November 9th, which is World Adoption Day, you can have trunk shows. November 9th, World Adoption Day. Remember, guys, everything we chatted up today is going to be on my website. So if you get confused and you're like, I'm driving, how can I expect me to remember all this stuff? Don't worry. I don't. Go to jamieivy.com. It's all right there. And any books that we mentioned, I make it super easy for you. Go to jamieivy.com slash happyhourbooks. Every book that's ever talked about on this show is right there at your fingertips. 
Isn't that awesome? You need something to read over the holidays? You got this book. You need something to read for the weekend? Check it out. Guys, thanks for listening and thanks for sharing with your friends. Each week I see messages from you on Instagram, Twitter, telling me how much you love it and I'm so encouraged by it. And the reason I'm encouraged is because I do this show for you. So I want you to be encouraged and inspired. Have a great week, ladies, and share with me where you're listening to the happy hour. Tag me in your Instagram photos and I'll smile and act like I was really there with you and not just my voice. See you next week, guys, for my friend Whitney Runyon. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.